Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Chapter 24. Oh. Okay. okay. This book is not good for you. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. Book 3. Chapter 24. Cat food. Mm, but it's a picture of a what? Uh, it's a picture of a lion and then it's opening its mouth and it says cat food on its tongue. Oh boy. Oh boy. Max Ernest's bed. Hold on. <clears throat> Max Ernest's bed. Like everyone's bed times got greedy. After a day of digging and through stuff at Cass's grandfather's store, for an example, never, however, had he felt a pebble as large as the one now sticking into his thigh. It was practically a rock. In fact, it was a rock. He he shifted it away from it only to hit another one. Another larger rock. With his left hip. What's going... What What was going on? Where is he? Still half asleep, Max Ernest raised his head. He immediately noticed two things. First, he was not in his bed. He was outside, and it was dawn. Second, the air around him was very hot and moist. Oh, it felt as though there were an animal breathing down his neck. Mm. He came to think it smelled wet. It smelled that way too. Suddenly, Max Ernest gripped by fear. Fear, worse than Dr. L, offered. To, op, op, mom, what does this say? Um, uh, uh, hold on, wait. Uh, operate. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Max Ernest was gripped by fear. Fear worse than Dr. L. A fear offered by, what does it say again? To operate. Op- Dr. L offered to operate on his brain. Mm. Feel worse than when Miss Mavius threatened to feed him to a shark. Slowly, by inches, Max, turned, Max Ernest tur- turned around until he faced a, a sight of a few people. Every... Ever 
get to see. And fewer still live to tell about it. The inside of the lion, the inside of the lion's mouth. That's what they walked up to? Mm-hmm. Or, what I mean, woke, woke up to? Wait, hold on. No, Max Ernest. I don't, look, I don't know. Yeah. What did you just read? What do you mean you don't know? It just said, okay, look, he said, it says, slowly, by inches, Max Ernest turned around until he faced a few side of people get ever get to see and fewer get to live about to tell about it inside a lion's mouth. So he's open, he turned around and there was a lion's mouth behind him. Okay, I don't reading. know, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You just read it. Okay, keep reading. The lion's the lion opened wider stretching his Black lips. The the bearing his long uh, izers. His tongue, Max Ernest izers. Incisors. Incisors. His tongue, Max Ernest couldn't help to notice what was about to, the size of Max Ernest's head. Yeah. The lion let out the biggest yawn Max Ernest had ever seen or heard. The lion shook his mane and and Blusty closed his mouth. Hey, I'm being a lion tamer for Halloween. But Max Ernest re uh here, you can read now. You want me to read? Yeah. Okay. What page are you where are you on? Okay. The, I'm gonna no, go. No, no, no. I don't know. Why. That's okay. I'm gonna go to the top of the page. The lion opened wider, stretching his black lips and bearing his long incisors. His tongue Max Ernest couldn't help noticing was just about the size of Max Ernest's head. The lion let out the biggest yawn Max Ernest had ever seen or heard. The lion shook his mane a second. Or the lion shook his mane and blessed, close, blessedly closed his mouth. Don't mess with those, okay? But Max Ernest's relief was short-lived because a second later, the lion was licking his lips and starting to look at him. It looked rather like he was contemplating breakfast. Stand up slowly, Max Ernest heard Cass whisper from somewhere from behind. Don't run. Remember, that triggers their predatory instincts. His heart pounding, Max complied. He looked over his shoulder. A few feet away from him, Yoyoji and Cass were already standing. They were surrounded by lions on all sides. Six altogether. A pride. Whoa. The boulders, it turned out, were seats, thrones for the kings of beasts. Now, hold your arms out wide like an amazing, like an, the amazing Alfred told us. Cass spread her arms, demonstrating like you're the really big and too much trouble for a lion to chase down and eat. Like maybe you'd fight back. Terrified, Max Ernest and Yo-Yoji followed suit.
Okay, start backing away slowly. Step by step, the three kids walked backwards down the hill, the longest walk of their life. The lions blinked at them but did not move. Eventually, our young heroes found the courage to turn their backs um, to turn their backs on them and pick up their pace silently and they all thanked the amazing Alfred for their lesson on lion safety. Of course, it is impossible to know exactly what the lions were thinking or whatever or, or whether or not the lion tamer's wide arm wide arm tricks convinced them to leave the kids alone. But judging by their expressions, the lions did not think the two legged animals striding away from them looked very tasty. Most likely, the lions thought that the three humans were out of their minds. The humans, after all, were walking straight towards the rainforest, and the lions knew better than that than to ever enter that dangerous place. Okay, so the lions don't even go in the rainforest. Why? Why do you think? Because I feel like animals know evil. They uh, they understand, like, when something is evil and they're like, I am not messing with that. Right? Right? You don't think? You know animals can detect when there's an earthquake coming? How? Don't know. I don't ask me. They're amazing. Then don't ask like, what's going to happen. No, I was just asking, why do you think they don't want to go in there? What do you think's there? I don't know. Let's find out.